Hello goblins and ghouls and welcome to another extra special mini-sode of my Haunted Life podcast with me, your host, Angela Hartshorn. These mini-sodes are dedicated solely to listener stories and some of these stories are pretty intense, some are lighthearted, some are very short, and some are pretty long. I take any story you send me. For the privacy of the writer, I'm only using first names unless you tell me otherwise. So, let's get into it, shall we? Grab yourself a cup of tea, make sure the doors are locked and the sage is close by. You have a story to tell us. Alright, we have one of those light-hearted stories for the first story today. This comes from Parker. I've been called by the spirit of my great-grandmother twice. She uses my mom's voice every time she visits, probably because she knows it's familiar to me and doesn't think I'd recognize hers. She's just very friendly and I love that she comes to check on me. I love that story. Alright, we have one from Kayla, and she writes, I was sitting on the couch in the living room at a friend's house with our mutual friend. We were the only ones out there, and everyone else was playing video games in my friend's bedroom. Maybe my friend and I... We're talking or watching TV. The wind has slowly blown the front door open. So I got up and closed the door. As soon as I sat down, both my friend and I heard this exasperated sigh. Like, ugh. You guys like making me make weird noises. My friend and I looked at each other to make sure we both heard it and then joked about how it sounded like a ghost was like like a ghost was like I was trying to get that door open forever oh I get it and then joked about how it sounded like the ghost was like I was trying to get that door open forever so I got up and opened the door again apologizing to the spirit for messing with its plans we continued what we were doing without much thought about it That house was haunted AF, and that was the most calm and easygoing encounter I ever had there. That's amazing. Alright, and then we have one from Alex, and he writes, In Jake's apartment, I don't know who Jake is, uh, before he moved in with me, he said there was always he said that he always felt the presence of like a young boy. We had multiple instances of pictures falling off the wall. We tried to justify it by being a vibration on the walls from the door or something. But it was external walls that they kept falling from. 
Then when we moved out, we were cleaning up stuff and there was a tiny red matchbox car in the kitchen that had never been there. We cleaned that kitchen so many times and he had never had small children there. Oh man, Alex. Yeah, that, that sounds like you might have a friend there. And then we have one from Bianca. If you guys have been on the Facebook group, Bianca's been promising us her stories, and I have them. So, in 2015, my husband and I had just gotten married, so my son and I joined him in Germany. We are living in a very cozy apartment in, crap, Ketzweiler. Bianca offered to do the pronunciations for things for me. I'm going to butcher it no matter what, so we're just going to go with it. Back to the story. But the space was too small for all three of us after my household goods finally arrived. So we started looking for a larger place and found one in the neighboring village of Otterbach. I was very skeptical about ghosts prior to living in Otterbach, but the things that happened to us there changed my mind forever. At first, everything seemed wonderful. The place had lots of light and rooms and balcony space for my plants and even enough room for a home office. The house was next to a bike path right by a pretty Bach Creek and a park for my son to play. It had a pastoral view of the park and the old church and it was conveniently located amidst, amidst there we go, shopping, restaurants, and right next to the Wrath House. It was everything we could have wanted in our German home, so we quickly scooped it up. Shortly after we moved in, I began to have strange dreams with an intensely blue-eyed boy standing in an old mill. The mill was burning all around him, and suddenly he caught fire and began to melt and burn in front of me, the whole while never breaking eye contact. I would complain to my husband about not being able to sleep because that darned dream woke me up again. Night after night, that happened, and it really began to bother me. This, plus all the other stuff that happened over the course of three years, made me feel like I was losing my mind. I legitimately thought I was going crazy. I have never experienced anything like what I'm about to tell you prior and nothing since. Let me preface this by saying we wanted to leave. We tried 
but unfortunately we couldn't move because my husband was given return orders but extended his time shortly after we arrived so it was just a matter of time when we would be sent back to the u.s and we knew we couldn't get a new lease without being able to promise a new landlord at least a year so we were stuck in what soon became a living nightmare about six months after moving in my son and I were riding our bikes down by the wrath house and his bike tire hit a small stone close to the creek back tire hit a small stone close with his bike tire on the stone it read that this had been the location of a mill back in the mid 1800s i began to research the property and found out there was a mill located directly on our property and it had in fact burned down no one in otterbach could tell me the history so i had to go to Otterberg for all my research as Otterbach was once actually a part of Otterberg. Otterbach was also once a part of France and Napoleon had fought battles on what was now Otterbach and had camped and fought on the property I lived on. The battles of Morlanter and Kaiser Lantern were also fought close by, not to mention the Roman occupation. So many things happened at, I'm going to assume that's an address, so I'm not going to read that out loud. Here are also a few more that I went back to find on my Facebook post documentation during that time. My husband would be laying in bed and hear someone whisper something unintelligible in his ear. It would startle the shit out of him. One night, right before we moved, we were both lying in bed. We had the Rolandens, Rolandens, mm, closed. I really hope no one from Germany is listening to this. And I needed a new light bulb for my bedside lamp. So it was very dark. I was laying on my back and my husband was turned toward me spooning with a leg kind of thrown over my legs. I started to see this grayish white opaque mist begin forming about a foot above his hip. It looked like it was swirling above him and these tendrils would extend, still connected, and drop down, press into his thigh, and kind of dissipate or evaporate like smoke. This is very hard to explain, so I'm rubbing my eyes and wondering WTF this is I'm seeing and I mumble what the fuck aloud my husband says what is it and I'm rubbing my eyes and see and say never mind it's nothing 
and sure as shit, don't tell him what I'm seeing. Well, as I'm laying there, the swirling fog starts getting bigger and more and more tendrils are coming down, touching him and dissipating. The only way I can describe this is this is it was like dry ice. Suddenly, my husband lets out a howl, jumps out of bed like a rocket, flips the light on, looking white as a sheet. He was freaking out and going off about something, feeling something on top of him, touching him, pressing him, pressing into his body, like past his skin, and pushing him down into the bed like it was trying to push its way inside of him. I told him right then what I had seen. What he had felt was exactly what I saw. I cannot explain this. I know it sounds insane. I felt like I was losing my damned mind to the point where I sought counseling during all of this. And there was and still is nothing wrong with me that could explain any hallucinations or mental health issues. This happened, and not just to me, and it was real. My husband refuses to talk about, to talk much about it to this day. Holy shit, did that deliver. Oh my god, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for sending that one in. Oh my god. Alright, loves, that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed this mini-episode of my Haunted Life podcast. Keep the stories coming in. I love these so much. Remember to email them to me at myhauntedlifepodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. I hope your week is going off really well. And I will see you Thursday. Bye!